Welcome to Episode 7 of Stepping into Health, Inspiring Conversations with Tamara Ortigal. Today I am chatting with my friend, Buddy Bruce. Buddy and I met over 20 years ago when we sat on our brand new subdivision board together. He serves as the president at Titan Image Group, a commercial printing company in the Chicago area. Buddy has an amazing story and is an inspiration to everyone who knows him. I know you will enjoy hearing our conversation. Hi, Buddy. Hey, Tamara, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, I'm pulling out of a customer's parking lot right now and I've got traffic all around me. So, oh gosh, no worries. Give me a second. I'm sorry. (laughs) No problem. So how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Doing excellent. Good. Are you recovering from a, a fun vacation? You know what? No, I'm not. It's uh, anytime I go to town, I come back to a bomb and uh, I'm still re- trying to return emails from last week. So it's, oh it's my gosh. busy. Yeah. So it's a little stressful. <laughs> where, did you, where did you get to go? I uh, went to Florida for a week. Oh, nice. So um, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about your journey and um, I, you know, I'm doing these podcasts because I feel like people have a story that they can share that will help others. And I know you, okay. you do a lot to help others um, by, by sharing your experience. So um, to begin, do you want to tell us a little bit about your background? Uh, you know, it, it, I, I got along. I, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis 12 years ago. Um, they told me I had relapsing, remitting, multiple sclerosis. Um, they didn't give me many options. They, they basically, the, your, your Western medicine physicians will teach you that uh, you're probably just the one all, unlucky ones in a thousand that got the disease and you'd have to live a life of uh, disability and living on medications for the rest of your life. And uh, that's what I thought the first two or three years. I got real active with the National MS Society and... Uh, Thought you know I got active with them. They would help me. Guys, um, if there was a, ever a cure, I'd kind of be uh, speed tracked into a cure. And uh, come to find out that organizations like the MS Society and some of these other places, it, it's all about it's all about drug money. Um, that's that sounds terrible. Uh, when I first started with my MS drugs, I think my drug was ten thousand dollars a month, and I'm not kidding you. My copay was fifteen percent at the time, so it was a $1,500 a month that came out of my pocket just to pay for medications that they told me I'd be on. Um, I did this for a few years. Then I tested positive for something called Epstein-Barr, um, which is like a rare virus that probably had when I was a kid, that they think having that virus in your body may have triggered multiple sclerosis. I, we don't know. Um, so they took me off that drug and they said, you know what, we're gonna put you in Northwestern Hospital and we're going to see if we can't do adult stem cell transplanting again. This was like six, seven years ago. And I remember sitting in the meeting, and the doctor looked at me after doing two days of testing. He said, you're too far along with MS. He goes, I can't help you. I, I'm sorry. And at, at about that time, I was working with a doctor in Iowa City. Her name was Dr. Terry Walls. And Dr. Terry you've heard of Dr. Terry Walls. Oh, I love, yeah. I love her story, and I'm so glad that you connected with her. And I've done a few seminars with Terry, and... Um, she basically had progressive MS like I supposedly had. And uh, she wrote a few books on how foods and nutrition had something to do with MS and how you could basically reverse it by following her protocols. Well, you know, like with a lot of people, I, it, it was kind of confusing. I, I thought maybe, okay, my body's missing a certain vitamins every day and I should be eating this or taking that. And 
Um, kind of stuck with one of her regiments for uh, got a good year and wasn't getting any results out of it. Because um, I really didn't take it seriously. I, I did not look at Leaky Gut. And I think Leaky Gut, I read a book by Dr. Joe Josh Axe, and I know you follow him too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talked about Leaky Gut. And, uh, and I read a book by Dr. Uh, Perlmuter, Brain Grain. And that changed, everything, everything changed. Everything kind of clicked in that my body really had a problem with gluten. And at that time, I decided, okay, I'm going to go on this complete gluten and dairy-free diet for about six weeks and see what, see what happens. And I did that, and it made a huge change. Um, I stuck with it further. I kept on reading, kept on reading, kept on reading. I learned about, I, just the book meat there, you, you just learn about what all the processed foods do to your bodies, what organic versus non-organic does, what dairy does. And I just learned that certain things in your body trigger inflammation. And a lot of your inflammation in your body is triggered through your gut. And people don't realize that. Um, I always tell people when I help people with MS, if you learn how to control inflammation through your gut, you can reverse it. If your gut's working the right way, you can absorb nutrition. There was probably a 20, 30-year period of my life where my I was doing heavy sports, I was doing heavy weightlifting, and um, my body just wasn't absorbing nutrition because I had a leaky gut. Um, and what would happen is I inflammation would be in my body, I'd, I'd turn around and just pop down a few Advils, or, and I'd move on. I was, my doctor should tell me, you want you pop like six Advils a day, it ain't going to hurt you. And that's what I did for years, and that probably continued to attribute to my leaky gut. Isn't that horrible? Um, yeah, the, the fact that they would even tell you that, right? Because, yeah, doing that can lead to to the development of ulcers. I don't know if you also developed ulcers or not, but, yeah, no, ibuprofen no. is linked to, yeah, it's um, well, so, well, so sad. That's, that's, that's what they told me to do, and I, I listened to the doctors, and... Uh, it's, it's just, it, 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 I, I'm very disappointed that... Um, that physicians don't teach you. Um, people, if they get cancer, they autoimmune. You have to learn about gut health. And it, it, it just kills me when I see friends that have, you know, we're, we're both getting to the age we're seeing more and more friends go down with cancer, get diagnosed with autoimmune disease. I, my, both my parents, uh, my mom's very dis, disabled right now with dementia. I mean, she doesn't know what day it is, what month it is. And and you know, she's 82 and it's very tough for me to try and change my mom's life and her diets because she's in a uh, memory care center that she's got to be gluten-free. Um, I think my family had a problem with gluten and we also had a problem with dairy and we, um, there's always a drug to cover shit up and it, it, it doesn't sit right with me a lot. I, I found a good, a couple good physicians that take care of me that know I'm on the right journey of getting better and uh, that's what I've stuck with. Yeah. I stick with vitamins and yeah, I, I, I'm not on MS drugs right now. I'm basically, I shouldn't say that. I'm on a drug called low-dose naltrexone, which is non-FDA approved. Um, I just get from a compound pharmacist. I think it's like $20 a month. Isn't that an amazing, I th- I th- just really quick, I want to, I want to mention that, you know, um, that is a perfect example. And I'm so glad that you found that one too. Because in high doses, it's used to um, help alcoholics and drug addicts come down off the high and begin their journey of sobriety. But in very low doses, it supports the immune system. And um, 
And I, I want to promote that because, and I'm gl so glad that you do as well, because people are afraid of that because when they do the research, they, they read that and they think, well, why would I do that? Um, but in very low doses, it's safe and it, effective. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything to you. It just maybe gives you weird dreams at night sometimes. Uh, it helps with inflammation. That's, that's what I'm told. That's, yeah. I, I, I am a big person. I think every, every person should be taking probiotics high doses of probiotics a couple times a day. Yeah. That's, and, yeah. I think that's very important. I think gut health is the most important thing in the world. I, I got a good friend that just, uh, he's, dumped, he's dealt with cancer twice in his stomach and he's just diagnosed with uh, lung cancer. He just got done with chemo with his stomach cancer and they found a spot on his lung. And this is a person that's Italian that loves pasta, eats a loaf of bread every day and, um, is pre-diabetic. He's diabetic too. And um, I've tried helping the guy for years. And it's, I think people always go back, they, they think they're sick and they go back to a comfort food and that's the way they want to live. And it's, it's very tough to train someone that, Hey, you, you got an autoimmune disease, you got a cancer. Uh, don't let doctors tell you, you're just one of the unlucky ones that got one. You basically, something that you're doing in your life is triggering it. And there's something you can do to reverse it and get yourself better. I think, I think the body's made to repair itself and heal, but you need to give it the proper tools to heal itself. And it ain't going to heal itself by listening, uh, by taking a medicine that uh, supposedly controls the disease. It's, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. I was just listening to an interview um, with um, Chris Speak Cancer. I know you like him too. Um, and his okay. story is, you know, pretty amazing how he used a plant-based diet to heal from cancer. And he was interviewing a physician named um, Sarah Stancic, and she has MS, and um, she has a documentary called Code Blue, and a new book called um, Went Missing, What's Missing from Medicine? And I wonder if you were to share, you know, some of those things with your friend, if he would be open or she would be open to. I, I you know, I, I've probably helped a dozen people that have MS, and the, yeah, they they were at their wit's end, and I kind of coached them in the, what vitamins to take, what things they need to look at, what books to read. I always recommend they read Doctor Doctor X's book, Eat Dirt, because I think that's one of the easiest books to understand. Yeah. And Brain Green makes a ton of sense. They both kind of they're very similar. Um, Terry's book. Uh, Wall's protocol, I mean, it's great, uh, but I, I don't think she addresses leaky gut enough. She kind of tells you, you got to eat this, you got to plant a garden, you got to do, do this, this, and that. And you really don't have, you don't have to be perfect with diet, but what you have to do is you, you, you have to repair your gut and you have to control inflammation. Um, and what I mean by being perfect, I mean, you can go out for dinner, uh, you, you just got to watch what you eat. Um, like right now, I'm at lunch. I'm heading to a place. I don't know if you've been to that place called Healthy Greens. Yeah. I, I go there twice a week for lunch. I get a bone broth soup, and she makes me a spinach salad for lunch. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. leaky gut is, um, so, I think that's one of the things that uh, we can keep talking about with um, our friends because they don't realize that things that their body doesn't like, um, it reacts to. So, like, for people who don't know about leaky gut, it's really basically... Um, when you eat gluten, for example, it's poking holes in the very, very thin one cell lining of your intestines. And so food particles and toxins and things like that are getting through. Some people liken it to like a mesh 
that has ways for things to get through, but if the molecules are big enough, they can't, but things penetrate through there that shouldn't be in your bloodstream. And then they create a problem. And then your immune system overreacts to everything because it doesn't know what's supposed to be there and what's not supposed to be there anymore because it's so overwhelmed. And it attacks and causes them. See, what happens with gluten is if you have a gluten intolerance, it basically, that lining you're talking about, it causes your, your intestines to swell, expand. And that's what causes the holes to perforate. Yep. And that's what causes the stuff to leak out. Um, yeah, I, I, I tell you, ever since I've in the last eight years, I, I think I've had one cold. Um, I think I had COVID. Basically, some, some transferred to me back in, in February. I, I, I it didn't even take me out for, for, for a day. I, we, my doctor, I deal with the functional medicine doctor in Bolingbrook. I don't know if you heard of the guy, Dr. Coda. No. Have you heard of him? Uh-uh. Premier, he's, he, he'll tell you he's one of the only functional medicine, internal medicine doctors outside of, uh, there's one in Chicago and outside of Cleveland Clinic. That he's the actual internal medicine doctor. He, he praises functional medicine and um, basically gut help. Yeah, I, I think mental illnesses have everything to do with food and processed foods, too. I mean, I, there, there's so much tied into the garbage uh, that's in the American diet nowadays. Um, I'm thinking about writing a book called Happy Meal Kids. I know. I can guarantee in the next 10 to 15 years, you're going to see the biggest boom of autoimmune diseases and diabetes because of kids that were the Happy Meal Kids. Because I, I was guilty of it, too. I used to feed my kid Happy Meals, too, all the time. You know, no one ever told you it was bad to eat. You think it's better to eat a Happy Meal than it is to, to throw them a, a candy bar in the backseat, you know, yeah. stop over and get them against some chicken nuggets. We didn't do that, but we ate a- Subway because I thought, oh, that's like a healthy meal on the go. And then we found out that the bread had bromine in it. And I was like, oh, my exactly. gosh, what? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, a lot of my journey is basically, Tamara, I, I basically just it's 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 a continual learning curve i mean i I learn new and new stuff every day yeah um i i getting back to ibuprofen i mean i when i'm desperate i'll take something like an ad uh, leave or something like that i'll take one pill but my go-to is cbd oils i keep cbd oil pills in my car they're high doses and uh i i love garden of life stuff i take a cbd oil anti-inflammatory pill every morning yeah i'm a big advocate of cbd also yeah exactly yeah so now i know that you do like to work out and you were a gymnast right when you were in college um what so so work i work work, yeah what is your what is your routine what do you do i i go to the gym every day about quarter five five o'clock i went there today i basically as we get older, it's kind of a little tougher to move. I basically go there and stretch out and uh, do the elliptical for about 10 or 15 minutes and then lift light free weights and machines for about a half hour and leave. Yeah, good. But I do this about four to five days a week, and I usually play golf on the weekends. Um, See, now that's amazing so I, inspiration I that you, yeah, look at you. You eat right, you do light exercise, and you play golf, you know? For, for years, for, for a couple of years, I didn't do anything because it was just... Uh, yeah, I go back. I had my, you know, if you see me, you'll see me. I, I have a little limp. And the reason I have a limp is I did you know, listen to my doctors. I, I had a, a horrible back from uh, gymnastics and they did a four level back fusion and rushed with me. They took out three discs and went to my right hip to take these things out. And they put cage, plastic cages in there. And uh, 
doesn't cause inflammation, but they nick the nerves. So I have a little bit of drop foot from back surgery. Other than that, I'm fine. Yeah. And I, I would, if I, if I look back, I mean, when you did an MRI of me eight, nine years ago, my back would light up like a Christmas tree because what MRIs do is they really, they, they, they basically, when you see the white matter, you see the, it's, they're basically looking for inflammation. Your body causes an inflammatory response where there's damage. Okay. So what happens is, is, um, if you have damage in the area, your body's going to flame right away. And it, it's going to pop up in an MRI. If, if you are in the MRI, my back, had I known about leaky gut and some of this other crap, if I would have done this before I did back surgeries, I, I guarantee I wouldn't have those problems. Right. Because my body would have been on a way to heal itself instead of going through surgeries. Get, you know, getting back, I'm listening to the doctors. They said, you have to have, I, I, I visited with six different surgeons before I decided to have it done. And I chose this guy at Rush because it was invasive. And he was going through my right hip and it wouldn't be um, just some major recovery. And uh, and he, he hurt me. He, he got me 10 times worse. I've had, tried to have one surgery to clean it up a little bit, but there's nothing they can do. Except I'm I, I, I'm very hopeful Ooh. that, you know, I, I, I'm very optimal. I, I, I have a positive attitude that someday it'll get better. You know, just like, like MS. I mean, it was 10, 12 years ago, everything I worried about in my life was MS, MS, MS. Now I don't, have, I don't even worry about MS. I, I don't even worry about it. It's the last thing I worry about every day and I wake up. It doesn't concern me at all. Isn't that beautiful? I yep. I know we're like that too with um, the kids with Crohn's. Like we yeah. we eat right. We take certain supplements. We rebound. You know, I we use um, a couple uh, devices like Beamer and Healy. Um, but the kids, they don't, they don't get regular, uh, cold and flu. Um, and so they don't have to worry, you know, it's only when they're overwhelmed with stress or in an environment where there's a lot of toxins, you know, like, um, and so, you know, if they can keep that a handle on that, then they don't have flare ups and they just live their life. Like they don't even have any kind of autoimmune disease. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. And it's the body's made to repair itself, but you need to give it tools to repair itself. And, and you're not going to give your body those proper tools until your gut's working the right way. And it's absorbing nutrition the proper way. Because if your body, yeah, I always use an example. If someone has a problem with gluten, okay, it, it basically gluten is glue. Okay. It, it basically lines your, from your mouth to your, your tail end and it builds up in your stomach and builds up in your intestines. And it's like a gooey surface. So when, if, I have a, if I have a problem with gluten and I eat a salad and I'm eating gluten every day, I might absorb maybe 5% of the nutritional value of a salad. If I'm gluten-free and I'm eating right, if I eat a good salad, I'm going to absorb 100% of that salad, which I'm going to get all the vitamins you should. For years, I was getting like 5%, 5%, 5% of everything good I ate because my body was not absorbing nutrition because I had a gluten intolerance. Yeah. And I think 70% of people have gluten intolerances. And I don't care what they say, they'll do a celiac test or it's not going to show up. If you got a problem with an autoimmune disease, cancer, or something that's uh, chronic, like a, the science infections all the time, you have a big problem with gluten and you need to get rid of it. Yeah. Isn't it true? It's and, like your body's trying to give you little signs that something's not working for you. And because we have access to medicinals, we just cover it up and then we go on our way until well, we can't do it anymore. You go to your doctor and your doctor says, don't worry about it. I got a pill for that. And um, that's what I was trained when I was younger. And that's what I was trained back in the, my mid-40s. And I wish the hell I would have known 
back then what I don't now, you know? Yeah. How about glyphosate? Do you, are you aware of whether or not you react to glyphosate? You know, um, in the, yeah. so the plants, um, a lot of guard farmers will spray their fields with um, Roundup. Um, I, no, I, I, I really haven't seen that. You know, when I, when I get, when I get sales, Tamara, like I say, I'll try and eat, I try and eat things that are organic but sometimes if I can't, I'll eat it, but I, I've never had a reaction to it. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause yeah, it's interesting. Cause I, um, we, we do I the same thing. Yeah. We do the same thing. We buy almost everything organic. It's a big learning curve with, with stuff. And it just, it, it bothers me that, um, more doctors don't teach you stuff. Yeah. They, they don't teach you. The, they'll, they'll tell you it's important to eat a good healthy salad or, get your vegetables or get your blankety blank drink reviate in the morning but they don't tell you half the stuff that they're selling in stores is stuff you really shouldn't be eating anyway you know right yeah i'm just glad that there's enough people who like you and me that are out there living this and saying you know that's the medicine's not good enough alone we need to you know keep digging for how else we can support the body and then sharing that with yeah, others I, I i think it's tough for tougher camera I get I get crap sometimes from my friends you know they, they call me gluten boy or and and I look at them and I'm like you know you just got down to science infection you shouldn't be eating this stuff either you know or I I, I just think that there's not enough educational stuff out there teaching people I, I like this COVID problem I mean it's it, you've done a lot of research on COVID I have before. yeah I have what's what's your take on it I, I, I think it's number one, I think it's more political. I think, I think, I think if you're, the kids that are getting it are, are, are slipping right through it fine because their immune systems aren't damaged at, the, at a young age. The people that are getting sick are the older people that have pre-existing conditions. Those are the ones that are, that are in trouble. Um, I, I think if your body's healthy and your gut's working the right way, um, it's going to go right, right in and out of you. Like I said, I had, I had uh, some weird symptoms back in the end of January that, um, my doctor couldn't figure out. I mean, it was because my stomach's never wrong. I had diarrhea like in the middle of the day, like, like this for like two weeks straight. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And the only way I control it was like with Pepto-Bismol. And I'm like, I told, went to the doctor. I said, this is not right. And he did a million tests on me. And this is before they, they, they're talking about COVID. And he said, you had some type of virus in your body that your body fought off. And this is where your body was fighting off the virus. And that was one of the symptoms of COVID. He says, I think you had COVID. Interesting. Did you know that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, my body, my body was so healthy. It was, it was my body's way of, way of basically trying to expel the virus. Yeah. Okay. You know, what's interesting is, so right now I'm in Michigan with Jonathan, um, his roommate okay. at Illinois um, was diagnosed with COVID. So his roommate went home to isolate and Jonathan was put on a 14 day quarantine. And um, I, I cannot stand that, you know, this whole virus has caused everybody to stay inside. I think fresh air is so important to health. And so he and I are oh, hanging out in Michigan because I said, there's no way that you're going to sit in a room for 14 days straight and have somebody deliver your meals to you. Um, and so, you know, we're over here where he can go out in the backyard a little bit if he wants. But what's crazy is, right, you would expect that he would have gotten covid either with his roommate or instead of his roommate, because he's the one with the compromised immune system. And yet he keeps testing negative. So it's kind of fascinating well, to know. see who, who gets it, who doesn't get it. And then, you know, 
how severe is the case? Yeah. So I, I think the press has way too many people scared to death. I wish they'd spend more time on trying to tell people the reason why they're getting COVID or they're getting sick is because their immune system sucks. And I hate to use that word sucks like that, but they're not teaching people that the American diet's that bad that when the American diet's bad, you're susceptible to the flu or any disease that's out there. And it, it's just wrong. In my opinion. Yeah. Well, when this first started, um, so my son, Don and I, and my husband, Don too, the three of us decided to do a vegan diet. Um, just kind of as a fun thing, you know, but also to boost our immune systems. Cause we thought, well, you know what, um, we're just going to load up on fruits and vegetables and, you know, take away some more inflammatory foods and, uh, no alcohol for 10 days. And, um, we felt great. And I think, you know, people don't have to be vegan. Um, I'm kind of like you, I'm a, I'm kind of an 80% person. Like I haven't eaten gluten in six years, but you know, Every once in a while, I'll have a pizza with some cheese on it. Or if I, you know, I'm somewhere, somebody made a dish and it doesn't have gluten in it, you know, I'll have a little. Um, but when I'm on my own, just doing my own thing, then I don't eat that much dairy either. I eat just a little bit of chicken and a little I'm bit of fish. I don't eat red meat anymore. You know. Yeah, I, I'll eat it when it's out there. I'll, I'll eat a little bit of cheese. I'll eat, you know, but it's not, not, not very often, you know. If I go to a place and I have a choice, if we're going to dinner somewhere and I have a choice between a hamburger with cheese, or without cheese, I'll say, give me the hamburger without a bun, without cheese. And I'll eat it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, you, know, I thought, I, you probably don't miss it, do you? No, I don't miss it at all. Yeah. The only thing I miss is that I miss all the clothes I used to have because <laughs> I basically lost, the, I lost like, I, I don't gain weight at all. I lost like 20 pounds. Yeah. And, I don't diet at all. Men are so lucky. <laughs> I don't know, Tamara. I, I, like I said, I'm not perfect. I still drink. I still do bad things, you know. Um, still smoke a cigar every now and then, but, you know, fuck it. I mean, I, I do enough good things. I, I think everything, I think everything, it, I always tell people, if you control inflammation in your gut, your body will get better. But if you can't control inflammation in your gut, you're going to get sick. Yeah. You're going to stay sick. It's so true. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I agree with you about the microbiome and right now with all the hand sanitizer everywhere and people staying away from what each is. other, I think they're just, you know, um, weakening you're their immune systems. You you're exactly right. Because the hand sanitizers are horrible to put on, in, on your skin, even though I'll, I'll use it like once a day, just if I go into a bathroom, but I use oils and stuff like that because they're not good for you. They kill they kill all the good and bad bacteria. Our bodies need all these bacteria. Our body fights off a thousand bad bacteria every day. Okay, it it fights it off. And if if we're killing the good bacteria and the bad bacteria, our body doesn't know what to fight off anymore. Our body this COVID ain't gonna go away till there's herd immunity too. Correct. Yeah. I, I think I, <laughs> I I think a, I think a vaccination is. You know, for the people that they scared to death, it's a good idea, but am I going to take it? No. That's how no. I feel. I, I feel I'm glad there's going to be one for those people who prefer that because we should have um, the freedom to choose. And um, I, I will choose not to do that unless I am limited. Like I love to travel. And if it's a requirement in order for me to go on my next vacation, then I will do it. But if, if it's not a requirement, then I'm going to be happy just, you know, making good choices and 
supporting my body and trying to stay positive see, and see you know what though tamra I'm, I'm pretty certain to say that your immune system's pretty strong and you may have had COVID too and you may have had no symptoms and you, you're going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. I, I, people that are asymptomatic like that, that have strong immune systems are only going to pass good germs, not bad germs. Okay. But I think, it, I think it's kind of crappy. Like I, I, I'm a small business owner. My, my secretary won't, since I went to Florida, she won't come in when I'm in right now for two weeks. So she thinks I should be quarantined. And, um, Mass with you if you go to Florida, you go to Molly States. I mean, Florida's just like Illinois, everything's closed. And anywhere you go, any store you go into, or anywhere you go into, you gotta wear a freaking mask anyway, you know. And if you're gonna fly in an airplane, those airplanes are cleaner than they've ever been in their lives, you know. Yeah. You gotta wear a mask on them. And I, I, I think masks are bullshit. I I think they're I think they do more damage than good. I know. I heard Getting a story. I heard a story where someone wasn't washing their mask and they got Legionnaire from their own mask, which is um, fatal can be fatal. Yeah. yeah, I I know I don't like wearing the mask either, but I'll do it because I don't I don't like to upset people just for no reason. <laughs> so when when I, I I'm I'm the same way. You know, we're in a restaurant in, in Naples, and this poor waitress. I mean, the, the girl was overweight. The person was I've said I, I'm a, a take back girl. The waitress was overweight to begin with, and she's wearing one of those gaiters, and she was sweating profusely. And the gator was dirty, and I'm like, oh, "You're telling me this is safer than freaking not wearing a mask?" You know what I mean? Right. For this girl to be wearing this thing, sweating her balls off because she's got a mask on, versus you know, kind of not having to wear one. You know, I think it's safer, safer not to wear one. You know? Right. I give it's people so much credit for working in jobs, you know, in the um, grocery system and healthcare system, and all the places where people wear the mask the whole day. I give them so much credit because I don't know, that would be a big adjustment for me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I know. So um, I wanted you to share too, you and Kelly and your family and your close friends have raised so much money um, and awareness for MS. Are you still doing that pre pre 2020? <laughs> you know what, Tamara, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. About seven, six, seven years ago, the National MS Society, we used to raise probably about 150 grand a year for them. And I was asked to sit on the board of directors. And at that, at that time, I was working with Dr. Terry Walls. And she, that's when she first started off. And she really was looking for grants for her studies. And I went to the National MS Society, the board members. I said, listen, I said, I will consider sitting on the board, but... You have all this money you need to disperse to certain areas. I think you need to help Terry out and give her some grants for her studies. And they looked at me and they said, you know what, buddy? He goes, foods and nutrition have nothing to do with MS. Oh, yikes. Sorry, we can't give her any money. And and I said, okay. I said, that's what I wanted to hear. I said, I said, you just got your last penny from me. And I walked out of the room. And the money we raised that year, because we formed a, a a nonprofit at the time, and we had a lot of money. Our, our check account, we turned around. I had a, um, a seminar, and I allowed everyone to come in for free. I paid for it out of our funds at the Free uh, Lane in Oakbrook. And we probably had about 200 people come to visit Terry and listen to her lecture. And we paid for that. And then, as a parting gift, we gave her $15,000, which we had left in our account. 
Wow. And ever since then, I, I, I don't even talk to the MS Society because it's just, it, it, if, I, I don't think they get it. If they really wanted to find a cure for this stuff, it would have been done. There's too much money. That, the average MS drugs $7,000 a month. Yeah. Hey, think about that. $7,000 a month. Why, why do they want to cure us? Yeah, it is crazy. I know you one know? time we did not get our prescription for Humira. Um, and at last minute, we were like, oh, my gosh, we were supposed to do that this weekend. So the doctor said, go to Walgreens and just to pick, pick it up because we usually do mail order. And our portion for that one vial was $700. And, um, and I thought, oh my gosh, for people who do not have good insurance, you could not sustain that. And, um, and I'm just so grateful, you know, for the insurance that we have and we've stuck with the same insurance plan, you know, and we will not give that up for any reason, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's way too expensive and it's great. I, you know, it's just, they don't give you any other options. The doctors, a lot of your doctors don't give you other options. They don't try and teach you that, Hey. Maybe if you did this, this or that, you can get better. Right. Okay. They don't, they don't, they don't teach you that stuff. And it is interesting because in almost every autoimmune situation, if you have a nice, mostly plant-based diet, organic, avoid gluten, avoid or limit dairy, um, like those are some basic things that almost everybody can do who's having immune dysfunction and they will feel a little better. And um, I just hope that, you know, we can get that message well, across, the, you know. You know. See, here's the problem is they basically will stick with a diet and being plant-based for about two weeks and they'll get off of it. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, because it is a big they shift. It is a big shift. But it's it's it, easy it's, now, it, don't it, you it, think? It, 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 yeah, you have to make you have to make a choice. You you have to you you have to do it, and you have to be being on it for a week or two ain't gonna help you, and you ain't gonna feel a whole lot better. You really, I mean, I didn't feel it for about five or six weeks. So I started feeling better, and I started learning more. I started feeling better and better and better, and I just kept on building and building and building on it. When when I don't feel right, and if something doesn't feel right in my body, I don't look at what type of medicine I should be taking. I kind of look at. What, what, what I ate yesterday that's causing yeah well and that's an interesting body, con- you know yeah and that's what an interesting thing today, too that people don't better. realize is that food intolerances you know I mean? are not like an allergy it is going to be that maybe two days ago I might have eaten something and today I have a migraine headache and so you have to kind of retrace your steps to see what what did I do in my recent past not what I just do five minutes ago versus an allergy where you might get a rash or something and get immediate feedback um, intolerances aren't like that. You're exactly right. Yeah. And we have to like find a way. I know you have wonderful friends and they don't mean you any harm, but isn't it funny how they kind of bully you? And they, if we maybe were to say that, you know, that I, it feels like bullying when you're teasing me about the way I'm taking care of my health and the way I'm trying to love you and have you take care of your health. Well, what, what kills me is is you see them bullying you like that because I, I get it I know exactly what you're talking about and then and then you see a, a family member that's sick or a spouse that's had cancer or, or something a, a kid one of the kid members that just got diagnosed with diabetes and and they're giving me crap and I 
you want to say you 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 need to wake up because you, your wife's problem could be resolved if you did this this and that and your your your, your poor child that's now diabetic can do this or that and get off to all these drugs. Mm. I mean, I try I try not to push it on them, but I'm always my arms always yeah. my hands always out there to help them because I, I I'm pretty good at coaching. Yeah, well, you're living this lifestyle, first. so it's it's, it's like I said, it's not that tough. It, what, what I tell people, they have to, they have to figure out figure out why they got sick. And once they figure out why, why they got mm-hmm. sick, getting better is easier. Yeah. But you have to figure out why you got sick. And most people don't realize yeah. that it's it has to do with that white piece of bread you're eating. Right. Well, and, we're, and we are um, around a lot of different environmental things, too. Like... You know, the toxins in the environment, you know, the, um, you know, people who um, maybe are still drinking tap water, but are having a reaction to chlorine or some of the ingredients in the tap water. Um, There's lots of things like that, that, yeah, when you start to ask why, and then you remove those obstacles, then you feel better. But yeah, 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 like I said, yeah, I don't think you have to be perfect, but you just have to Mm -hmm. figure out your obstacles are fully you know what I mean? If it's the tap water, but I think everyone should be gluten free. I think everyone should be dairy, not partially dairy free. And they just need to be more conscious. Yeah. I love it that a lot of MDs are starting to get the extra credentials of either functional medicine or integrative medicine. And they're labeling um, this lifestyle medicine. Um, and I think that that will, will help in the future if people can be attracted to that and say, what well, you know, I want to live really healthy into my old age, not unhealthy into my old age. You're exactly right. Like, because I, I, I used to see my neurologist every every three months, and I haven't seen him in close to two years. And I have an appointment set up with him right now. He, I think I might have an appointment set up with well, him maybe in April, next April. But you know, he told me he didn't want to see me. Well, yeah, isn't it nice that yeah, call me when you need so me. I don't I don't need to just see you to see you. Yeah. I'm I'm sure when my prescription low dose naltrexa expires, he'll probably tell me he wants yeah. to see me again. But oh my gosh. Well, is, um if people wanted to connect with you and learn a little bit more about your regimen, um, would you like to, them to find you on Facebook or do you want to give them your email address? They, they can they can hit me on Facebook, you know, Buddy at Buddy Bruder B R O U D E R, or they can send me an email, Buddy. Yeah, I know you are. I'm happy to help anyone. Like I said, I've I've I've, I've coached at least a half dozen people that um, thought they had no choices and the bad MS, yeah. and they're doing fine now. Thank you for tuning in today. As you heard, Buddy and I are both fans of CBD. If you're looking for a high-quality brand, please go to tamaraortigal.greencompassglobal.com to learn about the one I recommend. I love the CBD tinctures and the pain cream. If you liked this podcast, please share it with someone you love and be sure to hit the subscribe button so you can listen to our upcoming episodes. If you'd like to connect, please find me on my Stepping Into Health Facebook page, or my website, www.tamaraortigal.com. Have a wonderful day. Be well, everyone.